Welcome in, everybody. This is, once again, the Cover 4 Podcast. I am your host, Jackson Williams. Across from me, I got Joseph Bonanno. Next to me, I got Bryson Wright. Fellas, how was Thanksgiving? What did we do? Uh, I worked the entirety of Thanksgiving. Uh, that's horrible. I just ate food and watched football. It was amazing. So, yeah. uh, sorry, I, Joseph. I watched a little bit on my phone while I was at work, but the games weren't amazing, so... It, yeah, there was really, one good game. I didn't really miss and much. And then there was another game that was a disgrace to football, yeah. which was the Lions and the Bears. That was kind of, that might be the worst football game I've ever seen. Like it was it was pretty horrible. I don't know. Well, Just incompetence. It was, it was the Lions and the Bears, so yeah. We'll get into let's, let's let's get into week 12. And we started off with the worst game of the year. Lions and Bears. <laughs> Just this game the was, year? Uh, this this is one of the worst football games I've ever watched. <laughs> like it was it was pretty bad. Bryson need to clean his eyes after he watched this game. Man, how how down how down bad are the Lions right now? I mean, they've led in what like half of their games, and they've lost every single one of them. Like, led, oh wait, not no, they led, tied once. Not, oh yeah, they they tied <laughs> once. Not only led, but led in the fourth quarter, like the final few minutes of the fourth fourth quarter, and they lost again. Game winning field goal. All right. Are you guys ready to hear my rant? Yeah. Go, go for it. I understand the tradition, but stop showing the Lions on Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's just like I'm tired of this, right? It's horrible. It's the only thing Lions fans have, have to look forward to. What, losing on Thanksgiving yes. every year? Yes. That's that like team, the highlight of their year. <laughs> Literally, that's the only primetime game that their team's ever gonna get. Like it's the it's only not even prime. prime time. It's at eleven o'clock on Thanksgiving. <laughs> Nobody, everybody's either cooking or asleep at that eleven is, o'clock on that Thanksgiving. Is, that is the Lions' prime time. Okay, that is prime time for the for the Detroit. When was Lions. the last time they won on Thanksgiving? It's been a long time. I, <laughs> I tell don't you know. That. It's been. You remember a the time the Titans time. played them on Thanksgiving and yeah, beat and they, them like yeah. forty to two or something? Yeah, it, it was, was something horrible. Ridiculous. It was like forty-one to seven. <laughs> I think they scored like twenty-one points in the first five minutes or something. It was like Chris Johnson had like two long touchdown runs to start the game. I'll that was their zero and sixteen season. Yeah, that was their zero and sixteen season. It was the Lions. Titans' what thirteen and three season. Lions. Hey. Are gonna, Lions are gonna lion. The Red Rifle woke up feeling dangerous. 24 39, 317, a touchdown and a pick. And yeah, that hey, was. Jared Goff threw more touchdowns than Andy Dalton did. Good for him. How did they score another touchdown? Oh, they didn't. They kicked field goal. <laughs> yeah, they did score another the Lions, touchdown. The Lions defense held the, the Chicago Bears to literally only field goals and one single touchdown and still lost the game. It's horrible. That, that is so bad. I mean, they're just. They're Jared just Goff just only threw for 171 yards on 21 completions. That is terrible. Two two tutters, though. <laughs> it don't matter. They still <laughs> lost. All right, moving on to the next game. Um, is Cowboys the, Raiders. This, this game was good. This, this was a really good game. Yeah, was this was watch, a good game. Yeah. Um, yeah. Tony Pollard. It, it went to, well, it went to overtime. Really ah, man, dude. The, the Cowboys are just not the same team without Amari Cooper on, on the field. Oh, no. They, they just, I don't know. And their defense just... I mean, I thought their defense, they looked good to start their, this season. Their defense was playing phenomenal football to start. But now they just, they look bad. How about how about Deshaun Jackson? Three receptions, 102 yards. And then Hunter Renfro. Eight, eight for receptions, 134. 134. Good God. I mean, he's he's their best receiver right now. Dude, other than, I mean. 
other than Darren Waller, which who's a tight end, uh, Hunter Renfro is their best receiver. I mean, you had to know Hunter Renfro was going to be good. I mean, he played for eight years at Clemson. Yeah. So, of like, course, he was going to be ready for the NFL. He was like so. a 30-year-old graduate <laughs> coming in the NFL. Like, I basically have more experience in every single player. Uh, on this team, so dude, you could argue that he played with uh, better quarterbacks in Clemson than he does now because what he played with Deshaun Watson and Trevor Lawrence, right? Didn't he didn't he, play with Trevor Lawrence. He didn't have, I thought he played his freshman year with Trevor Lawrence. Mm, no, no, okay, maybe, maybe not then. No. I, I, might, I might be wrong. But Derek but. Carr, uh, 373 yards, a touchdown. Josh Jacobs, 22 carries, 87 yards, a touchdown. I had the, the difference in this game was rushing. Uh, Zeke is dealing with that knee injury who he says he's not going to rest. He's just going to manage it, which is not the smartest thing, especially for a running back that's dealt with injuries in the past. Um, and then when Tony Pollard is the leading rusher, 10 carries for 36 yards on your team, you're not going to win a football game like that. I mean, to Tony Pollard's respect, he did also have like a 100-yard kick return touchdown. True. So, I mean, that doesn't go on the stats you know, for his rushing, of course. But, I mean, that was probably – that's the only reason it went to overtime. If they don't get that, I think the Raiders win. I mean, I mean, of course, you know, a touchdown, they would have been down by seven regardless. But I don't know. I think that Tony Pollard is – I don't know if he's better than Zeke, but if Zeke isn't healthy, I think he's definitely good enough to go forward through the end of the season and maybe see if Zeke can come back later, you know, maybe like week 15, 16. Just give him a couple weeks off before the playoff run. Yeah, and then apparently uh, Cowboys defensive tackle threw a punch at a Raiders player after the after the loss. So um, I don't think the Cowboys were too happy with their performance on Thanksgiving. They were going <laughs> they were going home uh, empty empty stomach. Yeah. No, no, they didn't get to eat any wins. So shout out they, they, they didn't eat any Sh- Ws. Sh- shout out shout shout out James Winston, greatest quarterback of all time, James Winston. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Uh, up next, final Thanksgiving game, Bills, Saints, and the Bills <laughs> literally whopped the Saints. The Saints are nothing without Alvin Kamara, Mark Ingram. And James and, Winston. And James Winston. <laughs> uh, I, have you, got, you guys have seen the... Uh you guys have seen the meme with, like, the two girls... Like, one girl's, like, kicking the crap out of the other one, and the one's filming? Oh, yeah. yeah. And it, that was that with the... With the uh, Buccaneers just filming while the Bills are just beating down. <laughs> <laughs> this I mean, game was over... Pretty early, probably halftime. Well, and Josh Allen didn't even play a good game until, or didn't even play. His first half was awful. He had two interceptions, two bad interceptions. They weren't bad. good. It was like bad. they were like they were bad interceptions. And then he was like, you know what? I'm still going to throw for four touchdowns and uh, beat the crap out of you. So Dawson Knox. Yeah, uh, you can turn it over. Like you can throw bad interceptions when the other team has Trevor Simeon. Uh, their leading rusher was T. Jones Jr. I don't know who that is. And their leading receiver was L. Humphrey. Once again, don't know who that is. Yeah, uh, turn it over. Who cares? Like, the, the what are they Sa- going to do? The Saints are kind of like the Titans right now. Just everyone. Everyone's out. Everyone's injured. They don't have a single starter on that on that offense. Or I'm dude, looking at wait, their receiving stats right now, and I could name maybe four players. You don't know about Lil Jordan Humphrey from Texas? You don't remember him? Ah, dang. Lil, his name is Lil Jordan. <laughs> Lil Jordan <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's the reason the Saints lost because they had literally no offense and Trevor Simeon can't do anything. Um, like, when you have backups as your wide receivers, and we've talked about this, when you have backups as your wide receivers, there's literally only two quarterbacks on the planet right now that are going to be able to do anything with that, and that's Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. 
All right, so that was the Thanksgiving games. What do you guys rate this year's Thanksgiving games? Uh, a f- four out of ten. Four. I'll give a four and a half because the Raiders Cowboys went to overtime. No, okay. the Raiders Cowboys are the four. Oh, what? the other two were zero. Dude, I was asleep during Bill Saints. I was on the couch in a full food coma. Yeah, <laughs> I was out. I woke. I like the last thing I remember was uh, the. I remember watching the Raiders kick the field goal, and then I woke up and it was it was the second half of the Bill Saints game. <laughs> and I was like, "What the hell happened?" All right, let's move on to Sunday slate of games. So it started off with Bengals absolutely beating the crap out of the Steelers, like no mercy, like Joe. Joe Burrow is out there running around like Lamar Jackson. Dude, if you watch that game, the Steelers' effort was quite lacking in the terms of tackling, in terms of being like hustling to football, like just in terms of like, caring yeah. about the game of football. <laughs> also, in terms of giving a shit. Also, you remember <laughs> it was not. You remember that weird stretch where the Steelers like looked like a good football team and Ben Roethlisberger yeah, was like proving people wrong. That's yeah, over. he every 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 little bit of that like regressed against the Bengals because he could not move around that pocket if he had skates on. Like it, it was <laughs> it was so bad. He was the most immobile person I have ever seen. He looked like a brick wall standing out there. Dude, he looks like uh what was the dude to play to Kentucky? Oh, the, uh, uh, the big dude to play the, Kentucky. The, 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 uh, the hefty lefty. Left, left, left Jared left Lorenzen, R.I.P., R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. Jared Lorenzen, of course. But, yeah, that's what he kind of looks like. He just hey, Except Jared Lorenzen I could mean, he could move. move. At least he could move. Yeah, but ben he, Roethlisberger can't even move. He stays in the pocket, and when he tries to move, he falls you down. you guys see highlights of him in that really obscure, like, arena football league? Yes, uh, Jared Jared Lewis. Lewis. Yeah. Dude, thought, he yeah. was like bouncing off the walls and shit. <laughs> this was crazy. Yeah, Ben Roethlisberger ain't doing that. So, and, uh, uh, Joe Mixon carried like twenty eight carries, one hundred sixty five yards, two tutters. Oh yeah. Uh, Should we put him in the MVP conversation? <laughs> no. Uh, hey, hey. No, I'll tell you. He should be in the MVP conversation, and he played in this next game. Bucks Colts. Leonard Fournette, four touchdowns on the day against the Colts. Stout okay. defensive line. Yeah. Who apparently, who apparently over the past couple of weeks has digressed uh, teams' offensive rushing, uh, like their ranks in rushing. Uh, so, like, the Bills dropped from, like, or no, like their defense, not their uh, not their offense, their defensive. So the Bills dropped from, like, fourth uh, best defense in rushing to, like, 13th. Uh, the Saints, or not the Saints, whoever they played before, like, dropped. I don't know. It's something weird. And then they go out and brag about it all all this week that their defense is, like, the best at stopping, uh, or their their offense is the best at ruining rush defenses. And then they go out and let You say it's let the them, best rushing offense. Like, that's what ruins rush defenses, good rushing offenses. That's what they thought. Yeah, uh, but then Jonathan Carey goes out. Uh, he had only 25 yards until the final Colts drive. I would like to uh, put that out there. Um, and then he carried them for a whole drive to get to 83 yards. It's almost like if you give him the ball, I don't know, instead of letting well, Carson no, Wentz throw the ball Here's 44 times, Here's why the Carson Wentz. Here's why the Colts will never be successful. Because Carson Wentz can't win you games single-handedly, and Frank Reich is trying to win games with Carson Wentz single-handedly. That's true. He also, always make a play to hurt you. Uh, when it matters. Yeah, like... Uh, this game could have been over. Like the the Colts had a kill shot drive loading, and guess what Carson Wentz did? Threw an interception or or fumbled. He either threw an interception he threw or fumbled. Yeah, he because he, he threw. I know he threw t- two picks, and he also lost a fumble. And that, and that's the thing about Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz is a really good quarterback until okay, you need him to be. Far. Until you need him to be. 
Yeah, I agree. He looks he, he looks good until like okay, Carson, we need a two minute drive. What's he gonna do? He's gonna throw a ball to Elijah Molden two yards out of the end zone. He's gonna run it in. That's, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like going going all the way back to that Titans game, Carson Wentz looked pretty good for the majority of that Titans game until overtime. Until <laughs> the two drives. Yeah. You the absolutely ones that matter. the two drives where you could go win the game when they needed him to tie the game, you could do that. But when you're like Carson, let's go win this game. He threw a pick and he Bro, threw a pick. Ronald Jones scored a touchdown in this game. That that's that's how bad the uh, the Colts defense played against Tampa Bay. They I, got bullied. I don't know if it was I don't know if it was just Tampa Bay's offense being good or if it's just the Tom Brady effect on the Colts because the Colts Dude, can never beat Tom Brady. How about Gronk? Seven receptions, 123 yards, led all receivers by almost 100 yards, by 90, uh, 92, 92 yards. Oh, Jag Doyle had 81. No, for the Bucks. Oh, for the Bucks. Oh, yeah. 123, the next closest is 31. Ouch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. Um, How about that, Rob Gronkowski? And he's coming off an injury. He's coming off that back injury. So. And their second leading receiver was also Leonard Fournette, which yeah. is, <laughs> that's kind of Listen, insane. When the Bucks, when the Bucks can win with just three players, Tom Brady, Leonard Fournette, and Rob Gronkowski, that's scary because you realize that they have Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, I mean, they still have all these weapons behind that. Antonio arc. Brown is going to be coming back Antonio, at some point. Yeah, AB is going to be coming back too. So the Bucks are a scary team, especially when they're uh, when they're at full goes. So well, they did play the poverty Colts. Uh, true, very true. <laughs> that poverty franchise. Uh, anyways, let's move on. Uh, Panthers, Dolphins, Panthers. Jesus, Cam Newton had the worst game of his career. Uh, it was the that lower- Dolphins defense is no joke. I I love Cam Newton, so I'm going to be a little bit of a Cam Newton apologist here. Uh, I, I seriously love Cam. Like, he is one of my favorite he threw NFL players. for 21 times, completed five passes for 92 yards and two interceptions. Okay, maybe we don't need to apologize. <laughs> yeah, much. no, it was, it was, was bad. bad. It was bad. Did you watch it? Uh, did I watch the Dolphins and the Panthers? No, I didn't watch the Dolphins well, and the I mean, Panthers. We all watched Titans-Patriots, and I guarantee you Dolphins-Panthers Dolphins <laughs> was probably more fun to watch. Tua, probably. Like, Tua, uh, but it Tua, was during our game, too. Yeah. Tua and Jalen Waddell... Uh, that connection is going to be solid for for a couple years. Oh yeah, no, I did see uh, Jalen Waddle had like a really big play in this game too. I, I got mean, to see some highlights of it, but I didn't get to actually watch. Dude, it you want to? Hey, you want to? You want to know something that's funny? Cam Newton had ninety two pass yards. Uh, DJ Moore had a hundred and three receiving yards. How? Because Cam Newton got sacked. Oh, a thousand times, and it goes to negative pass yards for no. a quarterback. Yeah, it does. It does. I didn't know no, they did that in the no. NFL. They pl- two quarterbacks played. P.J. Walker probably threw some passes. Oh, P.J. Walker did throw some passes. But you do realize No, they don't do that. That's only in college. That's only that. in college? Yeah. Oh, okay. My bad then. And then, um, yeah, Tua looked good. Tua threw uh, Jalen Waddle. Nine receptions, 137 yards. Big storyline. Christian McCaffrey out for the season. Being Ooh, placed that was on, a kill shot to my fantasy team. Being but. placed on IR for the second time. Um, he looked real happy with Cam Newton back. And now... He can't look happy again because he's gonna have to. Uh, he's not gonna play. <laughs> so he can look happy on the sidelines because he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to keep playing for like a losing record. Yeah. Can, can we talk about how I, I actually heard this this morning that since he signed that big contract, he's will, played three games. No, he's played games. ten or, over the last two seasons. Oh, okay, yeah. He's played ten games. Oh, last over, year he played three games, and, and then, then this year, year he's, he's played, played seven. seven. Yeah. So since he signed the contract, he will have played ten out of a possible thirty-three. 
No, it'll be 30. It'll be 33 because they're 17 this year. Yeah, so it'll be 10 out of 33 games. So he'll be getting paid a lot of money to only play a third of the games. That's crazy. I mean, uh, running backs, it's hard to to find generational talents. I'm looking at this list. There were a lot of bad football games this week. We already got through the good one, which was Bucks Colts. Speaking of of bad games, uh, Titans... Oh, I was gonna just go jump in Titans. Patriots. Okay, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready for this. Listen, um, so Titans fielded basically a practice squad offense. Uh, they're leading other than the O line and the their leading receiver. Their leading receiver was Nick Westbrook Aquino with two receptions, twenty five yards, and then uh, and second then was Cody, Cody Hollister. Hollister. Uh, and so yeah, uh, let's see. It was Cody Hollister two for twenty two. Uh, Destin Patrick one for fourteen. Michael, I mean, Tannehill hit. Nine different players for a pass. Um, only two receivers got more than more than one catch in this and game. Dontrell Hilliard and Dontrell Foreman ran for two seventy two. I want to say uh, two uh, a little under two seventy. It was like um, two sixty eight. Actually, no, it was only two hundred or two hundred and forty two hundred forty eight. How much did Tannehill run for then? Twenty four and uh, blasting game ran for six. Um, but yeah, the th- the big killer on this, the Titans were in this game for basically the entire game until that th- end of the third quarter. Um, because but uh, two fumbles and an interception killed, basically killed the Titans, killed them, the and they were all in the red zone. All or, or, well, no, they weren't in the no, red zone. Uh, the the fumble, the fumble, the first fumble was no, it wasn't. That was not the red. It was it was plus territory. It wasn't the red zone. Oh, okay, well. The second fumble was a big play that got him across midfield, yeah. mm-hmm. and the third one was a uh, fourth goal and fourth and goal line interception that got tipped and batted uh, into Jason McCourtney. It was Jason McCourtney's yeah. hand, right? Yeah. So, uh, well, wait. A I lot just, of people are going to talk about the injuries in this game. Yes. And there's one injury I don't think is getting talked about enough, and I think it's number the number two most important injury behind Derrick Henry, Bud Dupree. Oh yeah, I mean mm-hmm. that defense is um, nothing without Bud Dupree. Yeah, he is. He goes out, he creates havoc, and I would say he's been more important this season than AJ Brown or Julio Jones. I understand having them out there without Derrick Henry is very important, but when you look at this, uh, you look at this Titans front right now, it's not doing anything because, I mean, one they're low on edge rushers. Denico Autry shouldn't be playing edge. He's not an edge player. He's not very good he's when an, he plays he's the an edge. In, he's an inside guy. But when mm-hmm. he's helping Jeffrey Simmons in the middle, he's elite. And so having to put him on the outside, not having Bud Dupree, I think is more important than both AJ Brown and Julio Jones. I mean, because you can see that the the offense can win without the offense can win without most of their star stars. We saw it against the Rams. I mean, we saw it against the Saints. But that defense has got to play lights out. And mm-hmm. like you said, that pass rush is nothing without Bud Dupree on the outside because he just he create he creates havoc. He opens lanes for Harold Landry. He opens lanes for Jeff Simmons. He opens lanes for Danico Autry. And they, uh, offensive lines can't block all four of them at the same time. And I'd also argue that David Long has a case to be the third on the injury. Yeah, in dude. The, listen, because this defense looks completely just, different without those two players, and it's in a very bad way. Listen, the Tennessee Titans. Two, they have, went from like three sacks a game to two in their last two games. Yeah, the the Tennessee Titans have played over eighty four players. In a single in a single season, that is the NFL record. It's eighty six. We're at eighty six right now. That is the NFL record. They, and if you look at the other teams that had over eighty, they all had. I think they were like five and eleven or something. Like they were bad teams. Yeah. They weren't good. Look, the starting offense that are on IR: Derrick Henry, your running back one; 
Julio Jones, your wide receiver two. A.J. Brown, your wide receiver one. Or I would say one, two. I mean, if they're both health, fully healthy, they're a one-two punch. They could go either way. But your, your top two wide receivers, your running back. Plus, in this game... Wide receiver three is out for the season. Yeah, I was going to say, plus, in this game, you were missing... Um, Run back two. You were, you were missing running back two and Jeremy McNichols. Uh, you were missing two starting linebackers. Well, three starting linebackers because Monty Rice went down uh, during the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're missing a defensive line. Or you're missing... Um, Jack Rabbit got hurt early. Jack Rabbit got hurt and he went out. You're missing... Um, uh, what's his name? On the on the defensive line. Uh, Tier Tart. You're missing mm-hmm. Tier Tart, who has started before and does, does get pressure. He consistently pre- when and, he's healthy. And does get pressure. You're missing Bud Dupree. Uh, I'm pretty sure the tight. That's not all the time. The tight. You're are missing, missing running back three too because I mean, Darren Evans. Uh, oh yeah, eh. that's true. Well, talk. The injuries have been horrible. Of course, one thing that I did like, of course, I really like uh, Dontrell Hilliard. Dude, that 68 yard touchdown run was no. This is and this impressive. is what I'm saying. He showed me more in the last two games than McNichols or Evans have ever shown me since they've been Titans. I don't think Evans is going to be a Titan for long. I, I, he, I, I would, he's going to get released, but it's going to be, I think, Dontro Hill. No, J-Rob will keep him another year. No, I mean, he, he can't stay healthy. Why, 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 why go with a running back, too, that can't stay healthy when you have McNichols, who, yes, he's dealing with a concussion, but he's not really ever been hurt like this. Mm-hmm. You have Dontro Hilliard, who's balling out. Yeah, I know he fumbled uh, in yesterday's game. He fumbled but twice in two games. I understand that, but he's he's balling. I mean, he's getting yards. Even Deontay Foreman is getting yards, and even though he's fumbled yesterday, uh, he fumbled on Sunday. I mean, they're all getting yards. So I don't see the case for Darrington Evans staying on this team. I would I would like to see going forward. I don't know. I'm having dreams of Hilliard and Derrick Henry playing in the playoffs at the same time. I, I would think, like that. <laughs> I think so, the I, Titans I don't know. probably win this game if Derrick Henry plays. And oh, that is no, I don't think there's a question. Because they, and, and this is a game we lost by 23 points. And Because if you look at the uh, one, Derrick Henry protects the ball better than everyone. any running back. He doesn't um, fumble. Yeah, he, he does. He does, he's, fumbled, he does. he's fumbled once. It was against the Texans uh, in like the last two years. He has one lost fumble. And since since he began his dominance, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're looking at a guy who's fumbled. I mean, and also I don't think he gets caught on that Dante Foreman run. I think he runs right up the middle. I think he's gone. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Because so, Dante Foreman was almost gone, and Derrick Henry is fat, way faster than Derrick Henry. Is like two to do two like times the speed of Dante Foreman. So the the real question is. Should we be should we be worried about the Titans? And my answer, I'll answer first. I'm gonna say no because this is not the Titans. Titans are not playing right now. They're fielding a practice squad. You can't expect anyone. Look, I know Ryan Tannehill's played awful and he's got to do better, but you can't expect any team to lose literally their entire starting skill position, every skill position, plus an offensive lineman, half of their starting defense, and you can't expect them to go out there and win football games consistently. I mean, yeah, they're two and two right now. Uh, without Derrick Henry, but you can't expect them when every other piece goes down. I mean, it, I'm not worried about it because eventually, look, they have a bye week in week 13. Eventually, A.J. Brown and Julio Jones are going to come off IR. Eventually, Derrick Henry will be back. It'll probably be closer to playoffs, but eventually he'll be back, and eventually that defense is going to get healthier. I mean, they now lost the Ke- they lost Kevin Byard to the COVID. Good thing they have a bye week because if they play next week, they would get absolutely hammered because their best defensive player is out now. Okay, here's 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 why we're not worried. 
the Colts dug a hole. Okay, they started 0-3. They started 1-5. Okay, this team is not good. They are not as good as the Titans. And Fully healthy Titans. They Yes. And so the Titans can afford to win a f- lose a few games. All they have to do, in my opinion, is win one to two games. Because the magic number is three between Colts losses and Titans wins. I think the Colts lose. you got to beat Jacksonville. If you, you beat Jacksonville, Jacksonville. if you beat Jacksonville, I think the division is all but yours. you got to beat Jacksonville, beat Houston at the end of the year. Those are your two. Those, those, are, those are the two big ones. Because mm-hmm. yeah. you don't want to lose division games. You can lose the all. You can lose the NFC. You can lose against the uh, the Niners. You might want to beat the Dolphins, but that's going to be really hard, especially if that de- uh, that defense. It's uh, late enough playing. to where I think that game will be a win. I mean, I think I think we'll have some guys back. Okay, am I worried about the Titans making the playoffs? Not necessarily, but am I worried? Yes, I am worried a little bit, just because even though we are going to have com- guys coming back, we're going to have guys coming back that haven't played in a little bit they haven't played in a couple weeks you know especially if they can't come back like before the first round of the playoffs I don't want to see guys coming back in the first round of the playoffs that haven't played since week seven or week eight yeah, you so know Derrick what I mean? Henry is who you're talking uh, about. Not Derrick. Oh, okay. Derrick Henry can come that was, that was the That was the. Uh, that was what? Like, that was the time where you're like, well, week eight and he's coming back. That was like, what, that's Derrick Henry's timeline. I mean, yeah, but okay. AJ but, Brown and Julio Jones will be back before the playoff. They'll be. AJ, uh, Julio will be back next week. Dude, uh, we've been saying after. that Julio is going to be back the whole week. season. Julio Julio's oh, yeah, playing like two games. Yes, but he also hasn't been on IR. Okay. Like, like, okay. No, he's been out there practicing. He's been out there playing like par- partial games, and that doesn't Dude. go towards helping injuries. He's Every- on IR. He's completely locked down now. Yes, he'll come back healthy, and yes, when AJ Brown comes back, I believe Julio Jones will still be in this lineup, and this offense will start to look like themselves again. Because I believe that both Deontay Foreman and Dontrell Hilliard can manage the run game while. While Derrick Henry's on IR, all we just need is a pass game because listen, Ryan Tannehill is not going to get it done with Nick Westbrook, Akina, and Cody Hollister at wide receiver one and two. It's just not going to happen. Yeah, he's not Aaron Rodgers. Here's the thing: talking about Ryan Tannehill, um, like he, he's played bad. Yeah, he's, it's, he's it's a, bad. He, it's he's 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 it's been bad. But here's the thing: like he's a, he's a mid tier quarterback, and I think everyone kind of knew that. And we saw this in Miami when he had no weapons around him; he sucked. I don't know why anyone's really surprised because, I mean, you take away A.J. Brown, you take away Derrick Henry, you take away Julio Jones, and you give him Nick Westbrook-Akina you give him and Cody squad. Hollister. Yeah. Oh, listen, oh, he's still supposed to be elite? No, that's bullshit. Listen, yeah, he's going to suck. Listen, True. he's not – like I said, I've said this now five times now. Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady are the only two quarterbacks in the league that will be able to play with practice squad and make something happen consistently. Only two. I don't believe any other quarterback in this league can do that. Not Carson even pa- Wentz. <laughs> no. <laughs> not Carson Wentz. Not Pat- I don't think Ma- Patrick Mahomes can. I don't think Lamar Jackson can. I don't think Josh Allen could. Lamar Jackson yeah, probably Lamar could just because he can run. And Lamar hasn't really had elite weapons his career. Yeah. I mean, good. what, they got what, Hollywood Brown and, Mar- okay, Mark consistently. Andrews. I, 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 I'm <laughs> saying, yeah, you could probably string together a game or two, but I'm, I'm talking about consistently play elite football. Only two guys are doing that. Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, and that's... Yeah, let's move on, because that game was... Uh, I, I'm not even counting... I'm not even, like, counting that as a loss. I mean, I am, but I'm not, because it wasn't the real Titans. Like, you know... True. Like, that yeah. was just a bye week Bye week 1.2. Bye week 1.2. All right, uh, up next, we got Eagles-Giants. This game was awful. awful. Uh, 13-7. to Jalen Hurts, Jalen Rager. 
That's all you got to say. Jalen Hurts threw three one intercept- really bad three one, interceptions. Two really bad picks, and I think one was tipped off a, off an offensive player. Okay, yes, and you know me, I love Jalen Hurts, and Jalen Hurts played bad, but if Jalen Rager makes one of the two touchdown dimes that Jalen Hurts throws to him they win at game. the end of the game. They win the game, and everybody's like, yeah, Hurts played bad. They win the game, and that would have put them, what, like a game behind the Cowboys in the they NFC would, East or would, two games? They like, would be 6-6. Six and six. They would be 500. They would be uh, in, in competition for that uh, that seventh seed. They would No, they would be the seventh seed. Because the football team is the seventh seed right now, and yeah, they're five right. and six. So, uh, yeah, look, the Eagles have a path to the playoffs. They just got to beat teams like the Giants. Like they, they have to beat teams like the Giants are bad. You can't lose to the Giants and expect to, uh, to, to make the playoffs. So that was an awful game. Up next, uh, Falcons, Jags, and when are we going to start talking about Cordero Patterson as MVP? Oh no! Listen, Dude. listen, listen, no. listen, 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 listen. I'm partially joking, but let me just make my case because I, I posted on Twitter last night and I got a little help from uh, our our favorite guest Jack Foster. Um, and so let, let, let's let's look at this right now, just real quick. So the Falcons are five and one when Cordero Patterson plays more than forty percent of offensive snaps. They're zero and five when he plays less than or is not in the game at all. He's literally the only reason that the Falcons are winning football games right now. I mean, he's the only reason why they're they're also still in the playoff. In hunt. the play, the, he is literally the definition of the most valuable player. Like, yeah, literally. But, but I don't know because the most valuable player award, of course, it's called the most valuable player. It's the quarterback. But it award. goes to the best quarterback that Wait, played yeah. on a team that was really good. Yeah. I know. The I know. Falcons, it is. The Falcons are not that good. See, and I'm a person who I don't think the MVP should ever come from somebody who doesn't win their division. If you don't win your division, you shouldn't win MVP. Fair that, enough. Like that, that. That's how I feel. It's the same way as in if you look at other sports. Like last season, they were talking about uh, should Steph Curry win MVP? They didn't make the playoffs. You can't win MVP if you don't make the playoffs. If the Falcons make the playoffs, maybe we can look at it a little bit more. But right now, they're out of the. They're in the playoff race. They're not in the playoffs right now. Uh, they're not leading their division. You got to give it to a guy like Aaron Rodgers I, I, or Tom Brady. I agree. Aaron Rodgers is my favorite. Is my favorite for MVP right now. But if you take the, if you take, if you look at MVP and you look at most valuable player, who is the who is the player that basically helped their team get to get to that next step, get to the playoffs. Right now, if if the Falcons make it, it would be Cordero Patterson because the stats literally show he's the only reason they won they win okay, football games. Also, I'm not I'm not saying that uh, yeah. listen, I'm partially joking because uh-huh. like I, I like I like I like to bring in the debate like, hey, what if we don't give it to a quarterback? But it's some serious talk because some of these quarterbacks honestly don't deserve it. Like Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, probably the only two quarterbacks that have played consistently enough to deserve an MVP. Every other every other MVP candidate is is a skill player, a running back, or a running back, or and Cordero Patterson, an offensive football player. <laughs> okay, and but you also have to keep in mind. You said he's the most valuable. I understand that, but when you look at the remember the one game that the Packers played without Aaron Rodgers and they put up a whopping seven points. 
when this is one of the best offenses in the I'm NFL. Not, no, I, 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 I know you're saying you're partially. Yeah, yeah, I know you're saying he's partially joking, but I would still even argue that Aaron Rodgers is more valuable oh. to the Packers than Cordero Patterson I is mean, to the Falcons. I would also agree. Yeah. I'm not saying like he should be ahead of everyone else. I'm saying when are we going to start giving like these type of players, players that like actually are valuable to their team's success and to getting them to the playoffs? When are we going to start considering them? in the MVP, and not just quarterbacks who played well on good teams. You I know think, what I mean? I think JT would get it before. Oh, yeah, no doubt. I mean, but to have just those kind of players in the conversation, it's it's not like, it's not like hey, they're going to win. Just like, hey, what if we considered how, you know, Cordero Patterson affected the Falcons' wins and how they affected their playoff run? You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying he's going to win. Again, I'm partially joking. It's just an interesting thing to talk about. MVP is a Annoying award I'm because I'm tired of talking about it. To be yeah. honest. All right, but anyways, Falcons beat the Jaguars 21-14. Uh, again, Cordero Patterson is literally their only offense. Uh, scores two touchdowns on 108 yards of rushing. Um, puts a couple more yards up in the air, and Falcons win another game with Cordero Patterson on their roster. Up next, Jets, Texans, and Texans. What are you doing? You beat the Titans and go out and lose to the Jets. I mean, what are you? The Tennessee Titans? I called it. I'm, I'm wee hooping now. <laughs> you know no, that dude is? <laughs> oh, don't talk this, about wee hooping. And, listen, dude. and this is Zach, <laughs> and this was this is Zach Wilson's return. No Joe Flacco. I, I'm pretty sure the Jets would have won this game with any of those quarterbacks because the Texans played awful. But Zach Wilson didn't even play a good game. 145 yards and an interception. Uh, Tyra Taylor had 150 yard, eight yards, two touchdowns and an interception. Did anyone watch this game? No. Uh, like the two Jets fans that were and the um, one Texan fan. That, that I'll were, say that this, awake. like I said about all the other games, this game should have been in London too Probably. at nine thirty. Yep, <laughs> they that's I, what, I wish I would have <laughs> slept through this game. All right, uh, up next we got Broncos Chargers, and Broncos surprised the world. Uh, they just keep they just keep winning games they shouldn't, and. They're they're still in that playoff hunt. I don't they're know pesky. how. They're, they're very they're pesky. Very, they're very pesky. I mean, they're a very average team. Uh, they're over five hundred now. They're six and five, and that that division. They're second place in that division. No, they're third place behind the Raiders. I think the Raiders are one game above them. But I think this this is more. I mean, of course, great win for the Broncos. But I think this is more about the Chargers. Wait, are the Chargers in last place in that division? Now they are. No. It's, <laughs> Like, I don't know what's up with the Chargers. Like, they looked so good to start the season. They're like, young. They're young. I mean, they're they are. Yeah, they're young. And it, But it's like the inconsistencies, is, it's horribly yeah, inconsistent. It, it's bad. It's like, it's not even Justin, like. Justin Herbert, you remember how everyone's saying Justin Herbert will be in the MVP conversation? He's playing like. He's playing bad. Dog water. I mean, he he's playing bad football right now. He's putting up stats, but he's not. Playing he's not good. playing well. He's not putting the team in the position. I mean, yeah, I get that the pick six to Patrick Sertain was off Eckler's hands, but it was a bad throw. It mm. was it was high and it was behind him. Eckler literally had to do a three sixty in the air to even try to attempt that. Bounced off his hands right in Patrick Sertain. Sertain ran it back, uh, and then he threw another interception in the end zone um, earlier in that game. It just he's not playing good football right now, and you're not gonna if listen in a division that is practically still wide open because every everybody's within one game. You you gotta play better football because you could easily win this division. I, I get the Chiefs are playing good football right now. Are they? Are the Chiefs playing good football? Uh, I don't know. They, they look a, good for one week and they, then they, they, had a, they had a bye week this week. So 
But the week before, I mean, the week, so they killed the Raiders and they played an okay game against, I can't really remember who was They've won three, I mean, they've won four straight, so. Yeah, but they don't look, I mean, it was against the Giants. It's, it it was the, against, it's the NFL. You win games that you put true. you in a good position. Doesn't yeah, matter who and how. I mean, no, it's because, not good football, though. Like, it, like, you can't, I can't say the Chiefs are playing really good football right now. Their, their defense has been playing good football. Their defense so, has definitely been much better. But and they're not going to, they're not going to win the playoffs with relying on that. Pretty average defense, but oh listen, no! But listen. it's like if you have that pretty average defense starts stepping up, and then Patrick Mahomes remembers how to that he's one of the best or most talented quarterbacks to ever walk the planet. Yeah, then maybe you listen, can win some games. The thing is, this division, the AFC West, still wide open. I mean, everyone's within a single game, uh, especially with the Chiefs having to buy this week. Uh, these teams need to start stepping it up. Broncos clearly got the memo. Uh, Chargers got to get on board. Or else you're going to miss out. Okay. Um, Vikings Niners? Yeah, man. Kirk I Cousins. love the Vikings. What I the really hell? love the Vikings. What the hell is wrong with Kirk Cousins, man? Why do you line up under a guard <laughs> on a fourth and goal with nine minutes left in the fourth quarter down a score? You line up under the guard and you force your team to take a timeout and then you don't even score. What is wrong with you, bro? An idiot. <laughs> like, he's just not good like, at football. Like, yeah, he listen, is good at football. Uh, he's okay. Listen, if you're going to win games, you can't make mistakes like that. Like, that is, like, awful. Mis- like, you, when your backup running back has to tell you, dude, you're lined up wrong, and you're the quarterback. <laughs> lined up under. It's not even lined up wrong. It's just, like, lined up under the guard. Like, it's like lining up and wrong doesn't even after, do it justice. And that's after he yelled at the wide receivers for being in the wrong position, too. That, yeah. That's the funny part. <laughs> no, just like, yeah, saying lining up wrong doesn't even do it justice because it was, it's horrible. Like, how are you lined up under the guard? What it is? Come on, man. I don't know if you guys watch Monday Football, uh, Monday Night Football, but he was, he was the big segment, or he was the fine, uh, big finale on uh, Randy Moss's uh, Come On Man. As he should have been, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, horrible. For lining up under the guard. I Dude, mean, it was just... Uh, the Vikings God. are just like... Well, they're like every team. I feel like every team this year has just been up, up and, and down. down. Up and down. Like up and down. every the only single team. team. That, the only team that has it, there's the Lions. Cardinals. And the, and the Lions. <laughs> and the, Lions, and yeah. the Lions. Lions have consistently <laughs> sucked. <laughs> and, and the Cardinals... The Lions are one of the most consistent teams in the NFL, at least. Uh, we can say that. Yeah. Week in and week out, you know they're going to lose. All right, up next, another crappy game, and I can't believe this game is on primetime because it should have been Rams-Packers, but we'll talk about that next, is Browns-Ravens. This game game deserved to be on primetime. It just sucked. It was awful. Lamar Jackson, four interceptions. Baker Mayfield still sucks. Apparently, Kareem Hunt's dad is putting together an Odell Beckham Sr. video. (laughs) Oh, oh no. Dude, Baker Mayfield needs to just... (laughs) Tell his teammates, like, what, he needs wait. to have a meeting with his teammates' parents, like a parent-teacher conference. <laughs> and just be like, look, please, for the, I am so hurt. My labrum hurts, my, my knee hurts, everything no. hurts. Just don't put a video of me on the internet again. Like, okay, I understand that he's playing through a lot and he's injured. But if you're injured, just sit out. Like, get better. I'm sorry, because you're not helping this football team right now. Like, Baker Mayfield is maybe a slightly above average quarterback when he's healthy. And maybe. Inju- yeah. maybe. <laughs> and injured Baker Mayfield is not winning you football games. Like, it's just not. I, I honestly don't think a healthy Baker Mayfield wins you football games either. I mean, but. It you, wins you more than an injured. I'll give you <laughs> he that wins one. you more than injured Baker Mayfield did. I mean, I mean they, won, the vet, they won look, a good amount of games last year, didn't they? I mean, listen, the, the, the Browns had every were in every position to win this game. 
when, but their rush game wasn't there. I mean, their leading rusher is Kareem Hunt, who's coming off IR, seven carries, 20 yards. Where's Nick Chubb? Where's the Ernest Johnson? Kareem Hunt didn't even get Kareem Hunt's bread and butter is in the red zone, and you couldn't even get him there. I mean, you put you put Kareem Hunt in the red zone. Guess what? He's most likely scoring you a touchdown. You you, you got. I mean, Baker Mayfield, you got to do better. The Browns, you got to do better. And Guys, Kevin, we got to talk about this. Is Lamar Jackson a running back? No, come on now. Nah, he's proved this season one bad game. He's proved this season that he's a he's a true quarterback. Yeah, no, he he definitely has. He had, he had one bad game with four interceptions. It was a career high. Like now he's yeah he's been fighting those running back allegations for a couple of years, but I think he's finally beat him. Uh, especially Ryan Tannehill running back. <laughs> uh, Honestly, he he was the Titan. He was the leading rusher in the game against the Texans. I don't know, for both teams, so maybe, <laughs> <laughs> maybe. But anyways, uh, yeah, this Ravens team eight and three. They lead the uh, they lead the division. Um, Browns got to do better. You're you're second <laughs> up. That's all I can not, say. They're not a good team. All right. Uh, up next, we got Rams, Packers, and the Packers just showed why they're the best team in football. Yes, that's I true. I mean, and, and the question is: Matthew Stafford has a total of nine wins in his career over, uh, over uh, teams with winning records. Teams with winning records. Nine wins. Is Matthew Stafford a bust? No. A bust? He's not a bust. No. I mean, he can't beat winning teams, regardless if he, he's he bro, played for the Lions. <laughs> he Come on, he Lions. can't be winning teams on the Rams either. Clearly, he's lost three in a row. But it's not really his fault. I mean. He doesn't exactly help all the time. But <laughs> he's not. He's not playing well. I mean, I don't know if you could call twenty-one to thirty-eight, three hundred two, three touchdowns in one pick a bad game. Can't throw a pick in those types of games. And then, I mean, he has. I mean, he has. He's got receivers. Seven. I mean, Cooper Cup, Odell Beckham. I mean, you're. Odell looking, Beckham got his first touchdown as a Ram. <laughs> that, more touchdowns. About, more touchdowns than he had for the Browns this year, right? That was his first touchdown in two years. <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> That's that. Jeez. That is Odell Beckham's washed. Okay, I still. Hey, I believe I mean, it. I, I he, he's I, a good. I don't he's know. a solid. He's a solid wide receiver too. But he's I not mean, yeah, a star. Yeah, he's not a star he's, anymore. He's not what he once. Do you know was. who is a star? Devonte Adams. That man is a baller, and he's actually one of I. He's starting to become one of my favorite football players. Did you see what he uh, said on uh, Twitter? Yeah, he, uh, so Odell asked him for a jersey, and he was like, uh, "He was like, go get Cooper Cup's jersey since you want to play with him." <laughs> <laughs> because he, uh, because the Packers were really interested in signing Odell, mm-hmm. and he chose uh, he chose to go to L.A. instead of Green Bay. And Devontae Adams. <laughs> okay, okay. Let's let's face it. You're looking at this. You're gonna have to play. I mean, it was what November when he signed. And uh, Green Bay in November and December, or Los Angeles in November and December. Oh, very, very true. Uh, forget but, November and December. Los man, Angeles the entire year versus living but, in Green Bay, Wisconsin. But listen, but listen, dude, Wisconsin sucks. But listen, I, I understand. <laughs> like, well, I understand it. But listen, if he wants a ring, we titled the episode "Wisconsin Sucks." Wisconsin sucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. No, but listen, they don't suck because Green Bay. Green Bay doesn't like the team doesn't suck, but living in Wisconsin would suck. I mean, you get cheese curds. You get snow nine I, months I out can, of the year. I can get cheese curds at Culver's right now <laughs> if I want some cheese curds. But not authentic Wisconsin cheese curds. Uh, I mean, Wisconsin. I, apparently, Odell Beckham didn't really care for the cheese curds because he wanted to go live in uh, L.A. with uh, Matthew Stafford and Doctor Miami and. 
<laughs> Dr. Miami and LeBron. And LeBron. Yeah, like even LeBron was like, man, Cleveland or Los Angeles? He's from Cleveland. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, let's not pretend here. Like, Oh, yeah, no. Right. I mean, you look at where LeBron went. What He went to what, Miami and then Los Angeles. All right, so. all right. Let's, let's, let's <laughs> get, like, get me out of Cleveland. Right, let's get back to football. So uh, Packers, best. I think Packers are the best team in the NFL. Well, behind the Lions. Okay, yeah, true. Um, all right, final game, Washington Seahawks. And the final four minutes of this game We're was nuts. It was better than every single football game this week. The final four minutes were absolutely nuts. First off, uh, the Seahawks can't do anything all game. Give the Washington football team uh, the ball back, uh, and they go down drive, get into the red zone. They don't have a kicker. I don't know why they don't have an emergency kicker because it was a twenty. It was like a twenty-five yard field goal. He's probably hurt too. <laughs> it was a twenty-five yard field goal. I could have made that. No, you couldn't have. Have you ever been to the uh, College Football Hall They're of Fame? They're much harder than you think. Have you ever been to the College Football Hall of Fame where they let no. you kick the extra points? No. Well, I have, and I've made it. So okay, it was were were there like uh, seven to eight, six eight, three hundred pound dudes running Absolutely. at you when you kicked it? Absolutely. Yeah, I bet there were. Absolutely. Listen, yeah, listen. If if Chad Ochocinco could kick field goals for the Bengals. Chad Ochocinco plays soccer. Like, he, like, played in, like, a soccer <laughs> Come on I'm sure there is an emergency kicker on this team that has kicked field goals just in case of situations like this. But I mean, uh, trust I mean, your, yeah. in that situation, you have to trust your offense. I mean... Yeah, to get two yards oh, yeah, or two to yards, kick a f- field goal yards. with, like, your punter. Yeah, but... Or it was have fourth somebody who's kicked, kicked a field goal in years. Um, but listen... Uh, they uh they scored a touchdown. I I still believe it was a touchdown, and they got screwed no, on replay. No. It, it hit the it ground. It did not hit the ground. It hit his wrist. If you look at it, at one angle it looks like it hits the ground, but if you look at another angle, it lands on his wrist and pin. It moves, but it didn't hit the ground. It it pinned against his mm. chest and against his wrist. I think it was a touchdown because the, there was a very similar call in a game earlier that uh in a, earlier in the day or earlier in the week that was the exact same, and they they. They gave him a call. Okay, well, regardless of whether or not we think it was a touchdown, the refs decided that it wasn't. Yeah. So let's move on. Then the Seahawks got the ball back and ended up scoring for the first Dude, time they, since they, the first Ru- quarter. Russell Wilson decided, "Hey, it's a two minute drill. I'm good at this. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be a good quarterback this time." <laughs> and then absolutely just drive down the field, hit a strike to uh, a dime. just sw- to a wide a wide open Swain. Uh, Who is that? What's his touchdown? first name, Joseph? I have no clue. <laughs> I almost said Jeff Swaim, to be Dude, honest. No, uh, somebody, uh, I, I read a recap of the game. They said it's Freddie Swain. Freddie Swain, yeah, that's um, his name. But, uh, yeah, hits him, and they go for two, and it's intercepted by Will Fuller. Who mm-hmm. was bullying DK Metcalf the entire game. Oh, yeah, DK, DK Metcalf, Metcalf had four DK targets. Metcalf is just a bigger Juju Smith shooter. He had four, He's just larger. Four targets, one catch, fourteen or 13 yards. That's all he had. Um, for in that game, I mean, Kyle Fuller locked him down. Anyways, then they go for the Seahawks go for the onside kick, get it. But because the one of their gunner or one of their How, uh, okay, I understand that this is a, a really like a rule, and I'm sure it's there for a reason. I don't really know the reason. He was half a step inside the hash mark, and that's a that's a pen on the biggest play of the game on one of the most rare plays in in the game of football. You make that call. That on an onside kick that the Seahawks recovered. And the thing is, they threw the flag like five minutes after the kick. Like after they determined who had the ball, then they threw the flag. Like it was the most, it was the weirdest. But then they go and, they go and, uh, so they go and kick it again, right? 
Then they almost get it again. They did almost get it again. But Titans legend Adam, Adam Humphreys. Humphreys. He probably, I mean, <laughs> that's, that's probably his only action in that entire game, dude. You guys remember against the Bengals where he like died? Yeah. Oh, that was kind of scary. Okay, wait, wait. But I have to talk about the refs first of all. I hate referees yeah. because they always they try to be like the star. Nobody is here to watch you. Please just let Russell Wilson get Jerome the ball back Boger, with 15 we're talking to you. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling with 15 you. 15 seconds left. Just give him the ball. It Let's was, see what happens. It was Russell Wilson's birthday. Give him a present. Okay. Did you know Goodell was like, damn it. Stop. <laughs> like, don't throw that. Like, please. It was Russell Wilson's birthday. Give him a, give him a present. Like, don't throw that flag. I mean. How do you throw that flag in that situation? Like after, way after the play. Like if, if you threw it immediately, I understand. But the fact that no one saw a flag until like five minutes after the kick had actually happened, like that's ridiculous. You like you're you're ruining games. It'll be yeah. It'll be something. It'll be. I I hope they make some officiating changes. Namingly for our fired Jerome Boger. Yeah, I mean he's bad. <laughs> All right, I, I got a uh, I got a question uh, before we head into week thirteen. Mac Jones, Jamar Chase, Offensive Rookie of the Year, 30 seconds. Mac Jackson, Jones. go. Mac Jones is going to win because he's a quarterback, and quarterbacks always win. I mean, you saw it with Kyler Murray. A.J. Brown had a much better season, and A.J. Brown didn't win because he wasn't a quarterback. So even though Jamar Chase has had a very good season, I think he's a very good receiver. I think he'll be an elite receiver for a long time in the NFL. Give me Mac Jones. I mean, I agree. I think that Jamar Chase should win uh, just because I think that th- – there's not a lot of like rookie wide receivers that can do what Jamar Chase is doing, but I think if you put like uh, Justin Fields on the Patriots, that maybe they're just as good. Just because you know their their biggest thing is their defense. Their defense is the reason why they're winning games. Like if they're kicking like they kicked five field goals against the Titans. You know what I mean? Like, Mac Jones is good enough to get you into the red zone, but he doesn't really score that much. So, we'll see We'll see what happens. I mean, I think Mac Jones is going to end up winning, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I think Jackson put it perfectly. He's a quarterback on a winning football team. But I also think Bryson put it perfectly. You could put any rookie quarterback in that situation and have him do exactly what Mac Jones is doing, throwing the short passes, throwing the dump-offs, uh, and not, be, not having to do too much. And they're going to be just as successful. So I think it's that Bill Belichick. I mean, this yeah, is, I mean that's their system. I mean, it's the Bill Belichick Brady system. Won six rings with that system. I mean, yeah. So listen, we, and I know me and Bryson talked about it a little bit off uh, off air yesterday. But we asking, is it Belichick or is it Brady? And the answer, the real answer, it's both. Mm-hmm. Brady, Belichick made Brady, and Brady was able to take what Belichick did for him. And develop and become the greatest of all time. It's both. If you you can't argue one against the other because they made each other. Uh, yeah, true. I mean, because Belichick. I mean, before he came to the Patriots, he wasn't even seen as a really even a good coach. Like he was. Yeah, a he was all an, right. He was coach. an average coach with the Browns. And now he's okay. seen as one of probably the greatest coach of all time. Yeah. Now, so all right, let's get into uh, let's get into week thirteen. Uh, starting off uh, Thursday night, Cowboys Saints. Cowboys. I'm going Cowboys. Yeah, no question. They have a bad taste in their mouth from last week, and the Saints suck. So Saints are horrible. Also, what what's up with uh, both these teams playing on Thursdays, back to back weeks? Uh, I think I, I don't it's think probably last, a scheduling thing. Yeah, I think I they think probably last, did it on purpose. Yeah, I don't think last week really counts as a Thursday game because they always play on Thanksgiving, or at least the Cowboys do. So, well, no, but I think they did it just because. Uh, I mean, if you've already played on Thursday, it's easier to put them on Thursday, Thursday again, again the next yeah. week. 
instead right, of having next, somebody else have a short week. Up next, Bucks Falcons, and we're really going to see whether or not Cordell Patterson is the reason the Falcons win football games. Bucks. Oh, oh! I thought Joseph was going. I I'll take Bucks. I'll take Bucks in this one. I'm also going to go Bucks. I love I love CP. I love that uh, Arthur Smith, but. No way they're stopping Tom Brady. All right, Cardinals off of a bye facing the Bears. Um, I'm pretty sure they're going to have Kyler Murray back. Oh, give uh, me the Cardinals so give, by 1,000. Yeah, give me the Cardinals as well. Yeah, Moving. especially because Justin Fields is out. I'll, I'll take the Cardinals in this one. Colts-Texans. Uh, I'm going Colts. Yeah, I hate it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Dude, Jonathan Taylor might run for 200 yards in this might game. Might run for 300. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's it's the Colts. Uh, n- no question. All right. Uh, Vikings, Lions. Give me, give me the Vikes. Give me the Vikings. I love the Vikings. Dude, I have to do it. Upset of the week. The Lions are going to get their first win of the season against the Minnesota Vikings. That's, a bad, that's a bad pick. That's the an awful first pick. win of the season. I trust the Lions. All right. That's a bad pick. All right. <laughs> Give me Josh Reynolds, man. Come All on right. now. Chargers, Bengals. Give Bengals. me the Bengals. Bengals. Mm, I'm I'm going to go against Charlie. I'm taking the Chargers. They're going to have a bounce back week. Okay, here's a really bad game. New York Giants at the Miami Dolphins. Give me the Dolphins. Yeah, yeah. give me the Dolphins. Dolphins, no question on this one. Their defense is too good, and Danny Dimes isn't good. And okay. Two is playing good enough to win football games. Another bad game. Eagles, Jets. I'm going Eagles. Hmm. I, I'm going to take the Eagles. I'm going to take the Eagles in this one as well. As long as Jalen Rager doesn't drop the ball five times again, they should win. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go I'm gonna go Eagles as well. I can't. I, 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 I like the Jets. I can't trust them two weeks in a row. Yeah, that's right. I picked them last week, so there's no way they're going to win again. Uh, football team at the Raiders. I'm going football team. I'm going Raiders. Um, I'm going football team too. Uh, I I listen. I, I Taylor Heineke season. Come on my, now. This is my upset of the week. Um, I really like Washington, and I don't know. They got some fight to them. So, uh, Bryson or Bryson, you're going football team as well. I'm going to the football team. Yes. All right. Next game, uh, Jags Rams. Give me the Los Angeles Rams. <laughs> Holy hell. <laughs> I thought you were about to say the Jaguars. I can't say anything. I just picked the Lions earlier, but yeah. No, uh, I'll, but take, see, the I'll, Lions, I'll take the Rams. The Lions are playing the Vikings. The Vikings can be a really bad football team. Or they No, see, the Vikings are either going to win by 40 or lose by like seven. <laughs> like th- those are the only two outcomes I see for the Lions Vikings game. Ever. <laughs> I am also going to go Rams. I don't think they lose four in a row, especially not to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Up next, uh, another division game Ravens Steelers. I have to take the Ravens because of what I saw from the Steelers this past week. Yeah, I think it'll be a closer be. game than a lot of people are expecting because this is a, a big rivalry. But with the way the Steelers played against the Bengals, I don't see it getting much better against the Ravens. I'm going Ravens as well. Uh, up next, Niners, Seahawks. Um, I'm going Niners. I don't. I think the Seahawks just they're they're a bad football team right now. I'm going Seahawks. I'm going to say they bounce back. Uh, I think um, I'm t- I'm taking the Niners. You know uh, they're they're fighting they're fighting for a playoff spot, and I think that the Seahawks are just not good anymore. So I'll take the I'll take the Niners, and then what's the next game? Broncos and Chiefs. Yeah, I'm going. It's going to be closer than a lot of people think, but I'm going Chiefs. Yeah, this actually, is, this, 
Give me the Broncos. Upset of the week. Really? I don't mm. think the Chiefs are playing very good football right now. I think that Denver defense is very good, and it'll be able to stifle Mahomes enough to get a win. I'm going Chiefs. He said Arrowhead. I'm taking the Chiefs. That that that's my maybe if they were playing in, in Denver, Denver I would reconsider it. But since they're playing in Kansas City, I'm taking the Chiefs for sure. All right, final game of the week. Uh, probably the best game of the week. Patriots Bills. Give me the Pats. Yeah, I'm give going me the Pats too. I'm going Pats. I'm taking the Bills because the Patriots are not in the AFC South. So that means the Bills might actually win this game. Fair ah. enough. That's fair <laughs> enough. Hey, that's been a real bugaboo for them. Like <laughs> because yeah, they're zero they, they, three. They're zero three against the AFC South right now. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. No, it, no. Yeah, they are because they've lost to the the Titans, the Colts, and the, Jag- the Jaguars. Jaguars. Wow. Yeah. So, wow. and that's three of their four losses. So I'm like, hey, if they're playing a team that's not in the AFC South, they've only lost one time. Okay, uh, I got I got one more one more game for you guys. Titans injuries versus bye week. Who wins? Bye week. Bye week's gonna kick that ass. Bye week by a thousand. <laughs> I got the bye week as well. I don't know. <laughs> maybe if we maybe if we got everybody off of the IR, maybe they would have a chance. No, that's okay. Not possible. Let's right. do locks of the week. I'll start. Go ahead. Uh, give me the Broncos to cover the plus ten spread against the Chiefs. Uh, give me the under in the Giants Dolphins game, and give me a Justin Jefferson anytime touchdown. Justin Jefferson. Okay, I'm also going to take an under, but my under is going to be the Eagles and the Jets. Because I feel like that game might be, we might get another uh, Bears-Lions kind of situation. And then, uh, looking at this, give me Falcons plus 10.5. I think they're going to keep it close against the Buccaneers. And then, after after last week, Leonard Fournette, anytime touchdown, he's going to keep it going. All right, I'm going to take the over in Dallas-New uh, Orleans at 47.5. I'm going to take the over uh, because Saints getting uh, Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram back. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go the. Mm, I'm gonna take Minnesota at minus seven. Uh, I I think they're gonna absolutely destroy the Lions, and I'm gonna go Cordero Patterson. We talked about him. I'm going anytime touchdown score. It's just it's the it's literally a lock. It's yeah. It's he's it's their it's only the offense. Lock. It's it's the lock. It should be the lock of the week every week. It, but I just can't do it. The lock of the year. <laughs> if Cordero I if, if I was a betting man, I would bet on Cordero Patterson anytime touchdown every week. Yeah, but. definitely. Well, we'll catch you guys next week. As long as you're not in Wisconsin. (laughs) But for real, for Bryson, Joseph, I've been Jackson Williams. I will continue to be Jackson Williams. And this has been the Cover 4 Podcast. We'll see you next week. Peace.